This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Anyone else notice that everything seems to get faster these days except for ballot counting? When I was a kid, cooking a hot dog, you had to put it on the, you had to turn on the burner, you had to throw it in the pan, took a couple minutes on each side, all of a sudden microwave ovens come along, bam, you can have a hot dog in 30 seconds. You know, my first car, I think, topped out at maybe 100, 110 miles an hour. But now, man, I can go zero to 60 in 4.5 seconds. And I could top out easily uh, closer to one, 140, 150 on a good day with the right fuel and a nice, clear highway. No cops around. But everything, the Internet speeds. I mean, I'm downloading porn, uh, downloading videos. Sorry. Used to take a lot longer. I mean, I could sit there for hours waiting for a video to download. Now, if a video doesn't download in 15 seconds, I'm about to hurl my computer against the screen. Everything's faster except vote counting on Election Day. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory... Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. That's why we're sitting here two days after the election, and we still don't know what's going on in Arizona. We still don't know who the governor's going to be. We don't know who the senators are from Nevada, from Arizona. Georgia is a whole other case which we'll get to in just a minute. And of course, uh, Carrie Lake is still waiting to become governor of Arizona, which a lot of people feel is at this point a certainty. You know, we just have to get through all that pesky, really slow ballot counting um, that they're doing. Uh, what's up? This is Mark K. Saves the Republic. Let me apologize for yesterday. So it's been a very tumultuous week. As you know, we traveled out to Gainesville, uh, Florida, to the headquarters of uh, Congresswoman Kat Kamek for her victory party. And man, what a party it was. Holy cow. We got to broadcast live from this amazing restaurant called um, uh, Spurrier's. Uh, it was owned and operated by Steve Spurrier, the award-winning coach from the Florida Gators. And they have a podcast studio. We did the show from there. We went uh, to to Cat Camac's headquarters, which was beautiful. And the celebration was incredible. And we had so much uh, to celebrate that night. I got to host the festivities. And of course, we just watched as early. And these returns kept coming in. And we realized Florida was the place to be. Florida is the big red bubble that everyone wants to live in and that uh, everyone's now going to try to pop. It's not going to work, but you're going to, they're going to try to pop it. They already are. And I'll have more on that here in just a minute. But, um, but the interesting question that, you know, that we're, we're, Oh, so anyway, back to my story. So, uh, what happened was I woke up yesterday morning at like seven and I packed up and I had to get back here for the show. Uh, there was like two hour travel time. So I didn't have an opportunity to record the podcast yesterday. I apologize. And I know a lot of people depend on this podcast, but it was a pretty busy day. It was a travel day. And I don't yet have, I mean, look, if I had more staff, if I had more equipment, whatever, maybe there's a way that I could have recorded the podcast in the car, had somebody else edit it, but that's not, we're not there yet. We're working on that, but we're not there yet. Um, so I apologize if you missed the podcast yesterday, but as you can tell, it's back today. And it's a very important one today because today, uh, really yesterday, but more today 
you're going to see the Democrats, the Republicans, and the media begin to try and bury Donald Trump and his legacy. And Donald Trump is not going to allow that to happen. And uh, there's a really, there's a really interesting and, you know, pretty simple reason for it. And that is because the Democrats want him in jail and Donald Trump doesn't want to go to jail because number one, he hasn't done anything wrong. And number two, he still wants to run for president. So uh, Mary Trump, who is his niece, I think, yeah, she, you know, she's been doing, she's always everywhere. She's always talking smack. She's always telling stories. She's talking out of turn. She's trying to tell people how evil and horrible her uncle is. Uh, she wrote a book about it and she was on some podcast. I don't even know which one Obadiah, Jebediah, Sobadiah, something. And, um, and the question was asked about Donald Trump and the DOJ. The guy says something like, well, here, you know what? Let me just, let me just play you the clip. Are you hopeful? Not tomorrow, but in the near term, we're going to see Donald Trump indicted for just one of his crimes. Just pick any. I don't know if I, if I'm hopeful, but all I can say is he has to be. I don't know whether he will be or not, but he has to be. Because if he isn't, then uh, much worse things are going to start happening. Okay, so basically now this is the Dean Obadala show. I don't know, it's a weird name. Uh, Dean Obadala show. And he asked Mary Trump, I mean, don't you think that, that I mean, he's got to be indicted? And she goes, she, he has to be, because if not, much worse things are going to happen now. What she's alluding to, and she's not wrong, is the fact that Donald Trump will announce his presidency or his candidacy on Tuesday. You know, you've got you've got uh, what's you know a whole bunch of people in his corner, a whole bunch of people in the Republican Party urging him not to do it, urging him to put it off. They want all eyes on Georgia. They want everyone focused on Herschel Walker bringing him over the finish line so that there's a Senate majority for the Republicans. They don't want Donald Trump interfering in that. Um, runoff race on December the 6th. So they're urging him to push off his announcement. Problem is Donald Trump knows that the longer it takes him to announce, the more time that gives the department of justice to prosecute him, to indict him, to bring him up on charges. Cause it's very different. Here's the thing. It's very different when you have a person, a former president who is indicted for crimes he may or may not have committed uh, while in office or after he left office. That's one thing. And it's dumb to do, but Joe Biden's a pretty dumb guy, so he would do it. The second, the, but the much worse thing is if you're, if that former president or if that person has already announced that they are running against the current president in the next election cycle, if that person comes forward and says, I'm running against Joe Biden for president, and if that person currently is at the top of the polling for primary contestants in 2024, if that happens, then all of a sudden Joe Biden isn't just going after someone that he believes is a former president slash criminal. He is now using the DOJ and the FBI and the legal system to go after a potential challenger. It all becomes political. It all has a horrible look uh, to it. It all has this awful spotlight on it that makes it look, you know, just as bad as Joe Biden did when he was screaming and yelling his satanic speech in front of Independence Hall. Joe Biden would much rather send the DOJ after Donald Trump then send the DOJ after his Republican competitor for president in 2024. That's why Mary uh, Trump is saying, hey, they've got to indict him now. And that's why Donald Trump is saying, I've got to announce now. And that's why I don't believe this announcement will be pushed back from Tuesday. I think he's got this event at Mar-a-Lago. I think he knows it insulates him a little bit. And anything that Joe Biden and the DOJ and the FBI do after he announces his candidacy for presidency in 2024, 
looks like a political maneuver, which let's be honest, it is. I mean, there's no, there's no getting around that. Anything they do is going to be a political maneuver, but look, I want you to listen to this next thing. This is where it gets really interesting. This is the second part of Mary Trump's quote. And this is where she jumps into, uh, she jumps into the whole DeSantis thing. Here, let me play you this. You know, for example, this doesn't have to do specifically with Donald, but we know that the DOJ has been sending agents around the country uh, to monitor trouble spots, uh, you mm-hmm. know, certain polling stations where they're getting complaints. And DeSantis isn't allowing them to do that. Well, <laughs> he doesn't have the right to keep them out. Uh, federal law, last I checked in this, in, in this instance, Trump's state law. So he should be he should be uh, carried out in handcuffs for interfering with uh, what the DOJ feels is necessary to keep the election in Florida free and fair. Okay, now this is hysterical for a couple of reasons. First of all, the freest, fairest, most well-run elections in history happen here in Florida. That, I mean, and I know what you're thinking. Wait a minute, not in 2000, no. But ever since then, we've had a governor who came in and said, we got to fix these problems. Miami, Dade, Broward County, West Palm Beach, we're, we're done with it. And he's created a system now where all the elections are free, they're fair, the votes are counted, they're counted quickly, and by 8 o'clock at night on election day, we know who the winners are. That's what Ron DeSantis has brought to the table. So for for Joe Biden, the DOJ, the FBI, or any of these other individuals to claim that there's election interference going on in Florida is laughable. Second of all, it's not a federal law. He was sending in, he was sending DOJ election supervisors. There's no law that was being broken. It all Ron DeSantis said was, "Hey, you cannot come to these polling locations. We our state law says you can't come here." There's no federal law saying we must have these people in here and our and our investigators trump your investigators. It's not like murder. Like if if you commit murder in the state of Florida and Ron DeSantis says that's not murder, the federal government can come in and say, "Well, you know, it's a federal statute. We can actually, you know, bank a uh, bank robbery. Same thing." It's a federal statute. So, yes, the FBI will come in and they will uh, investigate the bank robbery because it's probably a federally insured bank. And so the state jurisdiction goes out the window. That's not what this is. I mean, at Mary Trump, I, I would expect nothing less from somebody who has very little experience with, well, really anything except bad mouthing her uncle. Um, but that's where we are. So now she wants Ron DeSantis hauled out in handcuffs. She wants him. Which is weird. Carried out in handcuffs. First of all, if you handcuff somebody, you don't have to carry them out. You just walk about. It's called a perp walk. And you put them in the car, you grab their head. But Ron DeSantis has done nothing wrong. It just goes to show, though, that this is what the left is doing. They're hedging their bets because they know, all right, let's look at this thing. Let's look at this thing seriously. 2024, who do we got? We got Donald Trump, okay? We think he's injured. We think he's wounded. We think Trumpism's bad. We think this election has has brought him uh, back down to earth. But he's still the number one. He's still the number one candidate. He's still the number one choice by most Republican voters to get that nomination in 2024. So we got to deal with him. Do we throw him in jail? If we do, we got to do it fast. Then there's Ron DeSantis. All right. On the odd chance Donald Trump doesn't run or we can indict him or he goes away or who knows what. Ron DeSantis is going to be the guy. We've got to start collecting dirt on him. So Mary Trump and probably everybody at the DOJ, probably everybody at the FBI, probably everybody in Joe Biden's administration, they are already beginning to make a list of potential violations that they can then accuse him of when and if he runs for president. And one of them, it appears, is going to be 
election interference because he wouldn't let Joe Biden's stormtroopers intimidate voters in the free state of Florida. And wouldn't you know it, those elections in the free state of Florida were some of the biggest, best, fastest, and most accurate and safest uh, elections that this uh, entire country had. I think Florida was called before anybody else. I know South Carolina, okay, South Carolina called pretty early. We knew that, but I mean, there's like four Democrats in South Carolina. And and I think they all vote Republican. And in Florida, you know, you got a, a, a whole bunch more people, but we were able to get that accurate assessment. So this is going to be interesting. For the next few weeks, until the dust settles and until everybody else figures out what's going on, uh, you're going to have all your eyes, not just on Donald Trump, but on Ron DeSantis. Now, that's as far as the Democrats and the media go. The Republicans definitely need to keep their eyes on Georgia. All, all, I mean, everybody has to be focused on Georgia and Herschel Walker. And I'm very curious to see what happens with Arizona. It's going to take a bit. Um, it's going to take a little bit, but Arizona is going to count these ballots. They're going to come out. They're going to say, hey, here's the winner. Here's the non-winner. And I'm pretty sure Carrie Lake is going to be the governor of Arizona. That's great news because the first thing she's going to do is she's going to pick up the phone and she's going to call Ron DeSantis and say, hey, can you send Cord Bird over here for a couple of weeks? Can you send me your election, uh, you know, uh, uh, checklist? Because we've got problems in Arizona and we need to make sure that we're addressing those. We need to make sure that Arizona runs like Florida. In fact, every state should look at Florida for the model for elections, uh, really for model for everything. Because here in the free state of Florida, you know, again, not to brag, but we... Um, we got it going pretty well. Anyway, that's what's going to be happening in the next couple of weeks. It's indictment watch for Donald Trump. And then on top of that, it's announcement watch. I don't believe there'll be an indictment because I don't think Joe Biden has the guts. I do believe there will be an announcement because I believe Donald Trump does. In the meantime, uh, make sure you're listening to our show every single day at noon. We're, we're live. To, there's this. I'm wearing my essential personnel shirt today because there's this uh, tropical storm. <laughs> it's windy and rainy, but there, you know, there's. The tropical storm. So um, we're, you know, we're, we're dealing with that here. Uh, you may not hear us on all of our Catriot radio network stations, depending on the weather, but know this, we are going to be live on some of them. We are going to be live on, on, uh, on streaming and there will be a podcast later today. So whatever you do, make sure that you join us um, so that you can hear what's going on. The latest with the elections, the latest with the balance of power, the latest with the balance of power in the, in the Senate, uh, what's going on in Arizona. And of course, what's going on in 2024 as they already begin speculating as to who's going to be the Republican nominee. Uh, make sure you subscribe to this podcast as well and share it so that you and me and everybody you know can work together for the next, well, at least two years, but hopefully long after that, to save the republic.